fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. Cheating in Final Fantasy XIV. It is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. This episode is brought to you by Babbel. I actually need to go ahead and actually record a dedicated ad for this, but here we are. Enjoy 60% off a new subscription with Babbel at the link in the description below, and you can start learning a brand new language. Very, very good stuff. I actually, fun, fun fact, when I took the sponsorship deal, I didn't read all the details on it, which by the way, it's a shame on me, but fortunately isn't that bad. Um, it just means that when I actually do the sponsored stream for Eagle Eyes on Tech this weekend, uh, one of the requirements is that I demo the software for 30 minutes. So <laughs> look forward to that. I'm going to actually have to like learn, learn a language for 30 minutes. It'll be very, very interesting because I am not a fast learner like at all. Anyway, I digress. Photos have come out revealing a... A quad slot design for an alleged RTX 4090 Ti. The design is very interesting in the fact that, you know how normally all the ports are on the very bottom of the card? These ports are stacked on top of itself. <laughs> so they make for like, a column of DisplayPort, 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 HDMI, and then just a massive grill next to it. I'll just... This is supposedly for an RTX 4090 that will feature 48 gigabytes of RAM and unrestricted AD201 GPU, which would have six... Well, I'm sorry, which would have 18,000 CUDA cores, as well as have a TDP of around... 800 watts maximum. Here's what I think. I think this is fake. <laughs> I think this is very, very fake. I want to be wrong because quite frankly, the design of this card is so hilariously bad. It will give me infinite material to, to make fun of Nvidia for having four years. It will be the dumbest thing they've ever done if this exact design is confirmed, if this is real. It's possible this is a prototype. It's possible this is... It's actually possible it's just an internal card because the way it looks is very bizarre. The opening is not as big as it could be. It actually looks very inefficient in its design in a weird, weird sort of way. Like they could make that opening for the vent much bigger. But you know what? You you do you, NVIDIA. I'll have a link to the actual picture of... Uh, right, well, not that link, that's for sure. I'll have a link to the photos of this supposed RTX 4090 Ti in the description down below. All right. I want to talk about probably one of the more interesting pieces of drama we've had in the MMO community for a while. 
And the main reason why this is going to be the main topic is because this is going to take some explaining. All right. So let's talk about Final Fantasy 14. For the most part, Final Fantasy 14, you can pretty much play however you want. And I do mean that very literally. Um, there is a main story that you pretty much have to do if you want to do most of the content in the game. It's pretty much unavoidable. But you can go ahead and do housing. You can do very high-end raiding. And there's even multiple tiers of high-end raiding. There is just the normal raids. There is the, the extreme trials. There's just regular trials, of course, as well. There are the savage raids, which are very difficult. It's what I've actually been doing. And there's also the ultimates, the absolute hardest of this content. Ultimates are basically between five to like, I want to say someone told me like the most amount of phases there were were like nine. But I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. Little like mini savage bosses. When I say mini, I mean like each of the fights will end up being, each of the phases of the fight are going to be like two to three minutes each. But the mechanics required are very, very difficult. They are very, very tight and they demand absolute precision and perfection in executing it all. If you mess up, you start all over from the beginning. Last week, last Tuesday, in fact, the latest ultimate raid got released. The Omega Protocol, also referred to as Top. And as always, there is a bunch of incredible teams that compete for world first to clear the dungeon first. This is pretty normal. This always ends up happening. In fact, there's channels dedicated just to covering the race. One cha such channel is Mog Talk, who I've actually been just ca kind of casually watching their coverage of it and just watching the teams just slowly advance. And it was slow. We didn't have a winner until, well, yesterday when a team by the name of Unnamed came up from out of basically nowhere because they didn't stream any of their content at all. They went ahead and just did it offline and just posted a picture saying we did it. No logs, no video evidence, no nothing. Just said we did it. Now, Unnamed isn't an unknown entity. They, in fact, won the world first race for... Pandemonium Abyssos Savage, also known as P8S. They won the world first for that as well. They are even acknowledged by Square Enix for winning that world first. And of course, this sort of thing seems kind of a little bit sketch. I didn't, I wasn't watching the world first race for Abyssos. This actually was my first time really keeping a close eye on the world first race. So this thing first starts up and everyone's like, hey, congrats. And a couple of people were just like, oh, you didn't post any logs or anything. You didn't post any logs. It's invalid. You just cheated. Which apparently there's actually a lot of bad blood 
in the past between JP teams accusing NA teams of cheating when they win first. So a little bit being thrown back, back. Yeah, that's not abnormal, but as you can tell from my tone, no one really took it seriously until footage leaked from one of their one of their team members that showed multiple different add-ons enabled in the game. They had a DPS meter. They had a tool that allowed them to zoom out farther than what's allowed in the game, as well as a tool that tracked their cooldowns. Add-ons in the game of Final Fantasy XIV are strictly forbidden by the terms of service. You can get multiple day suspensions if you are caught streaming with add-ons and be demanded that any sort of footage you had with those add-ons on must be deleted. Like, they do not joke around when it comes to these add-ons. So, to see the team going ahead and doing this is, um, it leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Because here's the thing in FF14, a lot of people still do use add-ons, all right? There's a few, one thing that's known for sure is there's a DPS meter that's used quite frequently that you're not supposed to be using. It's very common in Savage Rating to do that so that you can improve your own playstyle and make sure you can meet very strict DPS checks so that you can, in fact, clear the fight. One of the things that actually differentiates FF14 from WoW and other MMOs is the fact that the Enrage checks are so tight. Everyone must contribute to DPS. Because there can be plenty of times when, and it's happened to our raid group as well, where we miss and lose the fight by only a few seconds because we were just a little bit short on DPS. Just a little bit. So people use the DPS meter to go ahead and improve themselves to make sure they can deal enough damage to beat the fight. The zooming out and tracking your own cooldowns are, on the other hand, are... There's no other way to say it. It's cheating. You have given yourself information that no one else has access to. You are cheating. Just straight up. This isn't the case like a lot of G-posers that use tools to put themselves in positions that are normally not available in the game so that they can do a cute picture. It's nothing like that. This is drastically different. There is no other way to say it that they cheated. But here's what I love. The excuse they gave was as follows. Now, the entire posting was is in Japanese, and I cannot translate it because what I have here is a picture. 
And I do not know Japanese. So maybe I should sign up for Babel and learn Japanese. Maybe that's what I'll do on the on the weekend. But in any case, they said they used the hack, assuming others would as well. The Dragoon was streaming privately to have the footage look over. They don't think anyone actually betrayed the group. There was an unusual login activity on the Dragoon's account, meaning that someone else may have gotten a hold of the account details. They cheated because they just assumed others were cheating. Here's the problem with that logic. It's very difficult to try and claim that everyone else was cheating too when the majority of the racers streamed their point of view. It's possible people that weren't streaming did in fact use cheats as well. It's possible. But the thing is that they don't have proof of that. In fact, the fact that as far as I can tell at this time, it appears according to other posts, I actually don't know because Mog Talk, which is my primary source for watching the race, um, has not been live. I assume because the people who run Mog Talk actually have real lives to go to and did not expect the world race to go past a week so didn't schedule that much vacation time. Understandably so. The only thing we got out of Mog Talk was a, was a picture of a guy holding his head saying, I need a moment to talk about this. In fact, actually, the actual statement is there is a lot to unpack. It's a pretty big can of worms that we need to dig through anyways. Give me some time. Oh, we actually didn't post a twit longer that I actually didn't have ready. All right, Mog Talk has said the following. This is actually a long statement. I'm going to read parts of it. Hey, everyone. I want to start off by saying I'm extremely proud of what we've been able to do with the world race scene over the years, and the most recent event was the biggest we ever had. We were able to help raise over $56,000 for a children's hospital in less than a week. Let me interject. One of the main reasons that's actually really interesting about the world first race is the fact that it is used to raise money for charity. And in fact, the community does this to great effect. Square Enix actually themselves basically don't do anything with the world first race other than just acknowledge who got the who got the world first, say congrats with a picture from Yoshi P, and that's pretty much it. There's no prizes or anything. Mog Talk, however had it so that any of the teams that one would have gotten a small prize package. But I believe those teams actually had to be registered with Mogtalk first to win that sort of thing. But I don't know the details for certain. All right. The post continues. While that event in particular kept its core focused on streaming teams, it wouldn't have been possible without the growth of the scene, which involved non-streaming teams. You have a 14 world race scene 
overall made this happen. It has grown exponentially since I first got involved ar around Midas and Creator. I'm always impressed to see the see the knowledge and the skill in the World First Teams exhibit. What's the situation? Recently, one of the World First Teams claimed, well, I'm sorry, one of the offline teams claimed World First clear of the Omega Protocol Ultimate. Shortly after, videos leaked showing zoomed out perspective giving an unfair advantage in examining the area and breaking an intended game mechanic of a controlled perspective. While this has little to do with our recent event, it does affect the overall tracking I've done since Heaven's Ward. I've always adhered to what I believe, to, to what I believe the general consensus of Raiders and what would be considered fair. For example, when players start started using ultra-wide monitors, it gave extra vision to the arena and it was able to and it was able to be achieved by simulating an ultra-wide resolution of the game without the monitor. At first, players considered this some level of cheating, but it became accepted as a feature of having a, having the monitor instead of breaking the game. However, extra vision that was given by this team was much more egregious. That being said, the situation also highlights my role and responsibility as curator of the list of world of first clears. So they then they then go on to then start considering what is considered cheating. Normally, it's pretty easy. We defer to the developer's definition and depend on the enforcement. However, the general reading community doesn't believe this is true. Developers have stated clearly that they don't that they don't believe any third-party programs are acceptable. You can push pretty hard in this direction and see how unreasonable it can be using Discord, etc. Most raiders believe tracking DPS, having some level of automated callouts, and a small graphical adjustments do not cross that line. Let me interject. I would dare argue, concerning the way this game is, concerning how FF14 is, as far as telegraphs and everything, having automated callouts, I think, is a level of cheating in this game. I know it's something we're used to in World of Warcraft. I think for this game, because of the way it's done, because everything is kind of almost scripted in a way, I think having it automated is cheating. And I say that as someone who actually does enjoy quite a bit any sort of features of automating menial tasks within Final Fantasy XIV. But of course, that's my opinion. Tracking DPS, I think, is almost essential. But then the post continues. Then we dive into what most players would overall consider not acceptable, which would be pulling assets information from the game client and having overlays that give more information than what was intended. In general, the idea is that nothing used during the raid should break core game mechanics. This is, based on my opinion, is what I believe the general raid community would agree upon. However, I do my best to be fluid so I can respond to the current interests of the community. How are offline clears certified? This has always been a community effort with reporting and verification. Outside the achievements being displayed on Lodestone, if the player has enabled it, 
There are no official means of verifying clears besides official tweets and communicating and communication from Square Enix. It's always been an exhausting effort of checking tweets, player submissions, scanning screenshots, watching VODs, and whatever other means are there to check when clears are called into question. I will work to verify its integrity. However, there is only so much I am personally able to do and don't believe in witch hunting. Let me interject. This actually is another big point. While I do believe they are cheaters, and I don't believe that the achievement they now have in their record saying they cleared this is valid and their claim on world first is valid. A lot of people are now witch hunting. These people are going after them, harassing them and trying to make their lives an actual hell. That is a step too far in my book. I believe what needs to be done can only be done by Square. I do think that their achievements for clearing should be pulled. I do believe they should suffer a week or two suspension for breaking the terms of service. I do not believe they should be permanently banned. I don't. Because third-party add-ons, although Square tries to be strict, tries to be clear-cut, they do, in fact, put a gray area. For example, no one is ever going to be banned over using G-Shade. It's never going to happen. Ever. You remember that whole billboard? The one where they use G-Shade, a bunch of other tools to do custom poses and whatnot. And yes, that is what they did. Because for them to try and say that you could totally just do the thumbs up emote. Yeah, no, they lied. They tweaked it. They used some form of an add-on. I have suspicions on which ones, but I'm not going to say what they are to do that. They use third-party tools. It's obvious. They didn't get banned for that. They did get banned for a violation of the copyright for going ahead and having like associated with uh, having the copyright logo of Square Enix and and whatnot on the billboard, which you cannot do. You actually can't. Because then it tries to imply that their event is associated with Square, with Square. They don't want that. No. They got a suspension for that. They did not get a suspension for the third-party tools. At least that's what I'm told. History would also seem to lean that way. But that's where we're currently at. So. The post continues. 
After a bit, he goes on and says, what decision will be made? In this case, the, the general community believes this activity is unacceptable. Tracking the world ways has always been something I've done for the community, not for myself. I've spoken to multiple world first players, and while not all of them use this type of tool, it's not something that comes as a surprise. To be competitive in the race, you have to be able to keep up with the other teams and do what they're doing. Some teams re refuse to use these types of tools, but they wouldn't blame each other's teams for using them. The players I spoke with also agree that they wish for more clear enforcement against tools. So there's no question as to what is considered cheating or what isn't. In this case, I believe it severely go gives an advantage that isn't meant to exist and will not be counted in my own tracking. That being said, this point won't matter as much if we go into the, into the next point. Mog Talk then goes on. What does this mean for the future of the FF14 World Race? Again, this is all a volunteer effort. I do my best with the tools available to me to track the race without creating an overbearing burden on the players racing. Trust is a major aspect of the tracking the race has the racers don't make money being world first. They do it to challenge themselves. However, without heavy enforcement to create some kind of integrity to offline teams, I will never be able to prove legitimacy of those clears. There's an arms race behind the scenes I can't control and will never be able to. With that being said, I will stop tracking the overall clears for the race. It's outside my abilities to give full integrity when all I have to base the clear off of is a screenshot and any data sent to other websites. Instead, my focus will be on the team signups and creating streamed world race events. While questioning clears will never go away, having a full stream of progression helps create a level of, of legitimacy the community is looking for. I understand world racers desire to not give away any strategies and I respect that decision. Unfortunately, there isn't a secure system for me to monitor that type of scene. Let me interject. I don't blame them. I absolutely don't. This is a... Oh, excuse me. This is an awkward sort of situation. Because that was one thing that seemed kind of weird to me. The fact that we had a couple of racers was, I was watching, and apparently this is normal, that just had no streamer. They had no one doing anything. They just had, right up there on top, Neverland. Does not stream. Just had their post, had their progress posted, and they were always first. Pretty much almost the whole way, except for when we got to Trio. Then they fell behind a little bit, then caught up. I don't blame Mog Talk for taking this approach. And here's the other thing I'll say. I am surprised Square takes such a hands-off approach to this. I think for World First... 
that there should be a square sponsored side to this. I really do. Even if it's just going ahead, setting aside some time on their own channels, sponsoring people like Mog Talk and others to go ahead and run the whole thing. And all, all they need to do is just have like a guy, like one or two people. Just go ahead and just keep an eye there for production. They wouldn't need much, but I think that would be better for the community if they hope to still have this kind of thing going on. Because, yeah, when you have these offline teams and just all of a sudden, oh, hey, we cleared GG. How would you know? How would you know that... Let's pretend this footage never came out of their Dragoon zooming out. They got away with it. What then? Heck, who's to say that didn't happen for their Pandemonium Abyssos clear? We don't know. And it is kind of concerning that, um, well, there's not really a whole lot anyone else can do other than just throw their hands up and go, well, I guess you got it, even though you probably cheated for it. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.